Hello and welcome to a Christmas edition of Fun Kids Meets. It's festive meets this morning and we have got my good pal George on with us. Hello, George. Merry Christmas, Sean. Happy Christmas. How are you? Season greetings or, you know, whenever you are listening to this, because you might just be from the future dabbling around in the archives and it may not be Christmas on the day that you're listening to this. It might be uh, Christmas uh, 2043. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you know, listening back when when you and me are like um, prime minister and president of the world. Yeah. And people are listening back to where it all began. Exactly. That's it. The ghosts of Christmas future could be listening to this podcast, getting their fix of a boy called Christmas. Well, it's a classic or it will be a classic. I don't know how these things work, but it's destined to be a classic. So, yeah, why not? Our our timelines are all over the place here. (laughs) So essentially, after that weird sort of paradoxical venture into Christmas future. George had a big chat with the stars from the new film, A Boy Called Christmas. How was it, George? Give us some behind the scenes gossip. You know what? Um, We've done, because of, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, Sean, but the last few years, we've uh, we've, we've been living through a period where we've been uh, in a pandemic and we've done a lot of interviews. (laughs) I know, I know. Uh, I've not noticed it either. We've done a lot of interviews, though, joking aside, on Zoom. Yeah. And uh, they're great. Like, they're really, really cool. And you get to, you know, speak to some amazing people on Zoom. But sadly, we haven't been able to do nearly as many, like, in person, in the studio, as we would have done before uh, COVID. And this was one of my first in-studio interviews. And I was so pleased that it was with Gil Keenan and Henry Lawful from A Boy Called Christmas. Because, honestly, they were both just really lovely and the film that they're they're talking about was like a good film and it was a pleasure to chat with them about it and to actually be in the studio once again real life it was it was great and henry who is the the lead in a boy called christmas he's um 15 years old i think now yeah and he had come straight from school so he he got to sneak out of school a little (laughs) bit early but he had he had a little uh, sleep in the car and arrived fresh from maths class (laughs) that is amazing like what are you saying to your mates when you when you're leaving then like oh where are you off to oh just you know just got just got a bit of press got some interviews to do Miss, miss, I've got to leave early. I've got an interview. Yeah, of course you do, Henry. Just keep going, please, with your work. No, no, really, miss, I do. That um, is absolutely wild. The, the film's great. I don't, have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet, no. I've, I've, I'm aware of the book. I've chatted to Bex about the book before, but I've not seen the film. Yeah, so it's based on a, on a really um, great Matt Haig book. Obviously, we love Matt Haig here at Fun Kids. And um, they've just made it into like a really magical Christmassy film and it you know it has that look and feel of, of a great christmas film and it's, the story's nice it's kind of the origin story of father christmas see i i enjoyed it so much i'm, I'm doing the selling for them yeah <laughs> right well let's get to their chat now so let's hear more about george's chat with the stars of a boy called christmas um, I am here now with the director and the star of a a brilliant new christmas film it's called A Boy Called Christmas. You've probably seen uh, it everywhere on buses and on the telly. Um, but I am super excited after seeing this film to chat to uh, the director, Gil Keenan, and uh, Henry Lawful, who is the star of the film. Uh, hello, both. How are you? Doing great. I'm going to speak for myself. I'm, yeah. I'm doing great. Henry, how about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. So you've been at school today? Yes. Yeah, how uh, was it? 
Long, boring, but yeah. What did you have? What subjects? Double computer science, double maths, double biology. Oh. I'm really letting Henry down here because the, the best days on this whole film are the days that I can get Henry out of school a little bit early. Yeah. What did you get out of double maths? Biology. That's okay. We'll take that. Yeah. Could have been maths. Maths is the best one, to be honest. Really? Yeah, it's easy. Did you have to do a lot of school when you were on set? Well, I was meant to. I'd spent a lot of time hiding from the tutor. Watch it. But, uh, yeah, sorry. Um, no, yeah, no. I Yeah, lo lots of... I just had a tutor, basically. He finished uni during the shooting yeah, of the yeah. film. Oh, master's. Got a master's degree. Oh, okay. That's great. In what? In what? In um, rocket science. Rocket. Yeah. It's going to come in useful. Um, um, if you don't mind, we're going to play a little game as we, um, as we go through this interview today. Got a Christmas card for you both. Thank you. Henry? Thank you. Yep. Uh, it's a game called Word Sneak Battleship. This is a festive edition. In the envelope, which you can open up but don't show to each other, okay. you've got a uh, you've each got a festive themed music artist, uh, food, and a, a location. Okay. You've got to try and sneak your words into the interview today. Uh, at the end, you've got to try and guess each other's, and the person who correctly gets the most in there without the other person guessing wins. And um, I've spent. I've blown the station's budget because we've got some um, Christmas socks for oh, the winner. Yeah, yeah, so that's great. I'm because I'm going barefoot most days now. I was going to so say really it, it's, it. it's December after all, so you need Christmas theme shops. Uh, look, anyway, let's um, let's start by talking about the film because it's very much an origin story. I don't want to give too much away, so I'm going to let you guys tell everyone listening. What's in store for them from this movie, Gil? Tell us. Oh, well, it's it's nothing really. It's just the story of Father Christmas as he discovers his abilities, his, his powers, uh, his true destiny, his calling in this world. Uh, it is based on Matt Haig's incredible book by the same title, A Boy Called Christmas. And we follow young Nicholas as he sets off on the adventure of his life to find his father, who's gone off on an expedition to find the mythical land of Elfhelm. And in the process, Nicholas finds the place, the man, and a whole lot more. Well, you know, when you're preparing for the role, Henry, how, how do you get into this character that everybody in the world knows? How do you prepare? Um, yeah, not the most methodical way, to be honest. I was sort of just... Um, try to make it come as naturally as possible, I guess. Just, you know, focus on the emotion the character's feeling at the time. And then um, other than that, just listen to what Gil tells me and then, um, yeah, tweak it from there. <laughs> I, I suppose as well, it's not like you need to do much research for this character. It's not like, you don't, you know, it's like we, we all, like, you know who it is. It's been a part of your life for as yeah, long as you... Yeah, but training, I did fill up sacks with weights and yeah. have him drag it back and forth yeah. across the studio. That, that explains the, 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 the guns. The biceps, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cinching belts one notch tighter every day. Yeah. Um, only wearing red for what was it six months before shoot you know, just wore exclusively yeah. red yeah and a hat yeah didn't take that off nice okay fine no, no. that's good it's method um, from filming into editing into promoting have you just basically been in like a Christmas bubble for like a year, over a year. It is the weirdest thing when you're making a Christmas film, especially a big Christmas film, one that's taken us over two years to make and to be releasing. It really has felt like Christmas has gone on every day for 
almost three years. And I have to say, from where I'm sitting, it's not the worst thing in the world. Christmas is kind of a really positive time of year. And if you can stretch that positivity across the rest of the calendar, like, where's the harm? No, totally. So you're not, you're, neither of you are Christmas now as we approach December. Not really. You've been spending more time since I've been off of it for like two years. Yeah, I've been staring at Henry's now. face every yeah. day for, for <laughs> two years. And uh, and I still like uh, sitting next to him. And I'm really into the holiday. It's uh, it's it's a good it's a good feeling. And uh, you just it's not the kind of thing you get sick of. Can we all agree that any film Maggie Smith is in is by default better, by the way? Can yeah, we just on get the count of three, yeah. one, two, three. Yes. Well, without a doubt. Yes. Um, what was it like to work with such a uh, an icon, a legend? I mean, we could go on describing her. Uh, it was really cool. I started out my experience with Maggie by meeting her as human beings. Um, we went to have lunch to talk about the movie and about our lives and I felt at the end of that, she gave me the most generous uh, gift that an actor can give a director, which is friendship. And so I felt by the end of that first lunch that we were going to be able to tell a story together. And it that feeling never, never flagged. I went on to set and just saw the warmth and the wisdom and just the incredible melody of her voice. I mean, it, I'm, I'm so lucky that she is, for all intents and purposes, narrating our story. That voice is unreal, it's right? It's magic. <laughs> magic. It, it's, it's like a second score to the film. Yeah. There's the beautiful music that Dario Marinelli wrote, and there's the beautiful music that comes out of Maggie Smith's uh, uh, throat and um, uh, they're they're going toe to toe in this film. And did you get to spend any time with her, Henry? No, I did go and visit. Oh, we did, I think I did a bit of ADR. Stuff. Yeah, you you I think you were you were within the sphere of uh, the great Maggie Smith. The, 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 yeah. the, 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 the Smith sphere, <laughs> as, as, as I like to call it. Caught the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. No, I did meet her. Yeah, she's really nice. Like I've been a massive Harry Potter fan growing up, so. Yeah, it's crazy. There's yeah. there's three of them in from Harry Potter. I know. Yes. Yeah, between Toby Jones, Jim Broadbent, Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. Did you yeah. get to pick any of their brains about like any behind the scenes Harry Potter stuff? I, I should have. To be yeah. honest, you played it cool. You did. He he yeah, he, he handled it. He handled it the right way. Just yeah. the first time you meet Professor Slughorn is sitting on a mechanical reindeer flying through the sky. Um, yeah. 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 Really oh cool. hi. Can't yeah. really can't really yeah, chat. Jim. Yeah. 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 Scoot, over, scoot over a little bit, <laughs> Professor Slughorn. <laughs> Um, so I think my favorite line in the film, home is not a place, it's a feeling. Such a lovely, brilliant line. Um, and I would love to know, other than your actual homes, where for you guys brings that Christmas homely feeling? Uh, to be honest, for me, I'll keep it simple. I feel quite at home playing football. So football field or in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium where the game where the film was advertised the other day, which is crazy. Yeah. So now it really feels like home. For yeah, me. exactly. Yeah. Uh, I feel that way in a movie theater when the lights go down. It, it, from the time I was young, whenever I went into the movies and the, the moment when the lights go down and the film's about to start, you feel an incredible sense of uh, possibility and adventure. Um, that, that feels like a second home for me. By the way, at least you had a little bit of joy brought to the Tottenham experience because it's been... Yeah, well... Slacking, you just couldn't right? resist. You just couldn't, couldn't help yourself. Couldn't help myself. I mean, oh, well, it's on set. It was Champions League finals. So now, yeah, it's gone downhill from there. But, 
Mm. What are you, Spurs? Oh, Arsenal? No. You see... We Here we go. See, okay. you can talk about Spurs, but won't tell me who you really support. So I... It's, you, the thing is, I can talk about Spurs because I am a fan of a club called Nottingham Forest. Who, uh, yeah. Maybe when... Uh, mm. Win the Champions League. Mm. What, 1920? You know what I did actually want to quickly say, though? That feeling of being in the cinema. Um, Friday night, I was in the cinema... And I had that excited feeling as Ghostbusters was coming back onto the screen. Um, that that feeling you just can't describe. It's just that excited. You've got your popcorn in front of you, you've got your Coke in your left hand, and it's like, this is going to be magic. so much. How, just very briefly on that, how was that experience? How was that bringing back such a brilliant film to the, the, to the, the big screen again? Thank you, Henry. In case you don't know, I uh, co-wrote and executive produced really? the new Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, and the experience of working on that as a fan of Ghostbusters. So I saw the first film when I was little. Uh, it was one of my first kind of big screen experiences that I really remember. And it impressed me so much. It felt like what a movie was. It was scary and funny and exciting. And so um, I got a chance to be part of the core creative team that made this new one. And it felt like the biggest honor and also the most terrifying challenge because messing it up would have been really terrible. So I'm very proud that audiences... Well, you didn't mess it up. Thank you. You didn't. It was brilliant. You really, really it, loved Henry. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, you definitely should. In the cinema. It was great. So, Henry, this was pretty much, right, your first acting gig? Yeah. How, how have you... How did you go from kind of not really acting in very much to landing the lead role in like a proper big film how has taught me through that how did that work i don't really know to be <laughs> honest um so, than talent, obviously well probably a bit of luck no just sort of flew over my head to be honest like it was crazy surreal and yeah did working with we've talked about a few of the names such an amazing cast yeah. did, did that make it easier or did that actually make it harder because you were around such incredible people? How did you find it? I don't it? really... At the time, I wasn't really fussed, to be honest. Well, I was obviously... Because it's amazing to be working with them people, but I don't know if it really affected me. I feel like when I was on set, I could I was sort of in the zone and didn't yeah. really worry about that um, too much. But yeah, it was cool. And obviously, I guess learning from them, watching them perform and watching how they get into character and stuff was, was, was there anything that when was there anything or anyone that when you were just on set not necessarily anything they said to you but just by watching and observing that you just picked up on and went that that i've learned that i picked that up um yeah, obviously all of them have their different traits like uh, obviously some of the comical stuff jim broadbent done was yeah that i remember just la- sitting there laughing when when i was sort of behind well when they were shooting on him i was just laughing because it was just brilliant and then obviously the scene with sally hawkins at the end i won't spoil anything but there was a time a moment when i was watching her when i was acting opposite her and it was the shot was on her and i was just like you're like this she's amazing like incredible actor i have to say sitting just beside the camera during the scene that henry's talking about right now i know exactly what he was talking about and uh his reaction watching her performance she was on camera at that moment but i remember looking away from the monitor and the camera at henry and i saw so much honest emotion reflecting back um, and luckily he was able to tap into it when I turned the camera around to get his side of the moment um, and was totally, I and mean, this is part of Henry's brilliance is he's able to 
tap into his natural emotion without it being some artificial process. This is the reason he got the part. I mean, he's able to play opposite all these people and go on this adventure and see all this magic. And he always feels like a regular kid. And that is what exactly what this movie needed. But the moment Henry's talking about, I hadn't thought about it until right now. It was a pretty incredible moment in the making of this film. Uh, It's cool. Yeah. But you're spot on. You're you're brilliant at it. So hats off. Um, Kristen Wiig plays a horrible character in this. But did you manage to make a break? Was there any point where you just got like got a little laugh out of her, or was yeah, it? You had a great time shooting a certain scene with oh, Kristen Wiig, didn't no, you? Yeah, that, that must have been one of the highlight, one of the highlights. Yeah, it was the, one of the most amazing memories on the set. Was um, this pain that I'm to this day I'm certain that guilt it was a personal thing made me do. So it was the scene where I'm eating the soup. Um, without spoiling the without scene. spoiling the scene, the scene where I'm eating the, the soup. Well, meant to be turnip flavor. It, it was more sewage mixed with bread sauce, and oh, it's disgusting. Um, and it was cold. I'll just. They're I'm like, sure. they're like, Gil, should we warm this up to make this a little bit nicer nah. for Henry? <laughs> no, give it to him just as is. I'm sure this is enough take to me just eating the soup. Now I'll do it for the rest of the day. Um, that's what it felt like. We it forgot was... the lens cap on, so we just yeah. had to go one more time. It was horrendous. Was this film uh, as cold to shoot as it looks because you're in the snow and mountains the whole time like were you just spending months freezing cold or so it was kind of it was kind of a mix i mean we we started out uh in finland and it was minus 40 degrees it was properly cold i am not too proud to say that i had some electric socks that i could control via bluetooth on my phone Um, I was that guy. Yeah. Um, but then by the end we were shooting in Prague in July and it was we like up to 30 degrees, 30 degrees. Oh. We were pigs so in like blankets. We were layers. just, we were just sweating bullets. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. Well, I feel, I don't feel quite so bad anymore. You were freezing. Yeah. On set. I remember the driver bringing me a lollipop in the middle of a, in a, in a break <laughs> we had. It was so hot. It's such a random I know. Memory. I just do. Um, let's, let's chat uh, Christmas films um, briefly. I'd love to know, firstly, what are your go-to Christmas films? Because this is, this film could well be part of that kind of fabric of, family Christmas films for, for years to come because you see it. My my favourite film, Home Alone, it yeah. was that, out 30, or 30, 40 years ago and it's every single year yeah, people turn so back to it. So um, this film could definitely be part of, the, of that for, for many years to come. But for you guys, what are the, what is the Christmas film you love to put on Henry? every Christmas? Elf oh, by Miles. Brilliant. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, for me, it like encapsulates Christmas. Yeah. Like just And obviously the comedy in it as well I've watched it every single year with my family it's like a tradition now so yeah for me Elf is a great film um, I'm going to say it's not very well known here but it's brilliant there's an American film called A Christmas Story that's a, a phenomenal yeah. film um, Nightmare Before Christmas right up there for me I love how it takes the holiday and kind of turns it inside out um, I love Home Alone too. it's uh, no the first Home Alone not Home Alone 2 oh, just making it, I like the talk boy I'm a fan of the tape related gags but Home Alone the first Home Alone is a stone cold classic um, you mentioned Nightmare Before Christmas there now I do this thing on the show We've done it with lots of people who've come on um, called Film Confessions. It's where we uh, get listeners and guests to talk about the films that are classic films that everybody's seen and everybody loved, 
but you've either never seen it or for whatever reason it just wasn't for you now for i've never seen a nightmare before christmas oh and that's my festive film confession i don't know if either of you two have a festive film confession I feel like it's got to be festive so i'm gonna think about it for a second yeah um i i bet there are some pretty big christmas films that i haven't seen because one thing that i do is when i start making a film in a in a particular genre i will go to great pains to not watch anything oh, really? else made in that world just i just don't want to be clouded by it i want to be telling the story with a open mind and not feel like i'm cribbing from from one side of the of the page or another any thoughts for you henry about that there's plenty of films i haven't seen to be honest but have you seen it's a wonderful life no right let's just do a quick christmas quick fire whilst you're both in the studio um one word answers super quick responses um you can i tell you what just both go at the same time it's gonna yeah, be yeah. carnage let's do it um uh wham or, Mar- wham or mariah carey wow mince pies or gingerbread? gingerbread gingerbread star on top of the tree or angel star right. home alone one or home alone two one, one. come on giving presents or receiving them receiving giving. no giving that's what i meant <laughs> Liar. <laughs> you can't, no take backs. Um, yeah, so uh, look, we, we love Matt Haker and Fun Kids. He's, we've had him on plenty of times. He's, he's an absolute genius. And you t- guys totally deliver uh, on Matt Haker's brilliant book and bring it to life in the most magical way. Hope is very much at the heart of this film. Um, so is there anything that you guys will be doing this Christmas to kind of spread a little hope whether that's you know being in a carol concert or visiting relatives or you know whatever it might be is there something that you that you guys are going to be planning on seeing seeing some some friends or whatever it might be uh, for me it's uh I, i've been living here now in the uk for a while it'll be going back to los angeles to see uh my parents uh and friends that i haven't seen in a long time and also hopefully to be doing some toy drives in parts of los angeles where kids could really use something to look forward to this Christmas um, with some of our Ghostbusters friends. That's amazing. Top that. <laughs> Give me a hard time. Um, also, uh, volunteering in hospitals, saving yeah. puppies that are stuck in the middle of the street, nice. um, getting cats out of trees. Yeah. No, yeah. that's great. We, you are Father Christmas after all. Yeah, I've, I'm sure. I think I've done a fair share yeah, of spreading you, hope yeah. through the film. How about hopefully. the future, Henry? I live in the present. <laughs> I mean, did either of you manage to sneak any words in? I got one in. Yeah, we both did. I can tell. I, I'm sure I know what, what his was. Lollipop. No. no. Oh. Any guesses or gilses? No. I, I, wait. I thought I knew what it was. It was the place. Was it? Which place? Oh no, I've forgotten now. Hmm. Now go and reveal reveal what it was that you snuck in. Pigs in blankets. You said pigs in blankets. I said yeah. we were as we were as hot as pigs in blankets when I was talking about yeah. the. Uh, it was very well done, and yours was very well done as well. What t- remind us well, what yours bread was? Sauce. Bread sauce. I don't even know what that is. Oh yeah, when it came, I was like, oh, that must be some weird English it thing. Is, that... It is. It okay, is. It okay. is. I don't know what it is. I'm not English enough. <laughs> well, um, well, uh, thankfully, there's two pairs of socks. Wow, so, uh, this could have gotten were, awkward. I know you were worried, but yeah. you know, seeing as your father Christmas, you can yeah. have you can have those Thank ones. You. Perfect. Yeah, this film will will definitely be spreading some Christmas hope all across the country um, and honestly so worth checking out it's on Sky Christmas uh, Sky Cinema all this Christmas do give it a watch it's been such a pleasure chatting to you both thank you for, for, for your time thank you very much 
you can definitely tell just how much better life is when you get your guests all hanging out in the swanky new studio. Yeah, and it's all it's all on the Fun Kids YouTube channel actually. That the, you know us in our swanky new studio, and you're right though because it's just like the conversation is just so natural and fun. It's just like being in a room with with like with friends almost. Um, so yeah, it was it was really cool to be back with them, and that they were good sports playing along with a little game and just talking all things Christmas. So it was um it was really cool. Excellent stuff. So if you want to go and watch the interview and have a little look at the studio, then go over to the Fun Kids YouTube channel and you can check that out. George, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Sean, um, I hope you have a lovely Christmas and a Merry Christmas to everyone listening as well. Yes, Merry Christmas to all of the Fun Kids Oh, sorry, crew. let's not forget Merry Christmas to um, everybody listening in 2043 oh, as well. absolutely. Yeah. Have a really good Christmas to our Christmas listeners in the future. I hope you are having blessed Christmases there too. And uh, we will be back next week with more chats with famous and excellent people. We will see you then. Bye-bye. <laughs>